0: Fuck. I need some fucking funds. Fuck. Fast. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck me. What the fuck is money anyway? Checking. A medium of exchange. What the fuck is that? Basically nothing. Basically just words. Hot air and bad breath. Nothing real. Nothing useful. I mean, most rich people seem fake and phony as fuck. I'll dump a bunch of bullshit money on all these different bullshitters, and some bullshitters turn my bullshit into more bullshit, and some just bullshitted me out of my own bullshit. Then I fuck some whores and die. Fuck. Everyone out here whoring their mouths off from moolah. No one has a fucking clue what they're saying. Just millionaire whores repeating the same bullshit their billionaire pimps told them in order to attract new thousandaire whores to pimp and pump full of bullshit. Fuck. What a fucking world. What the fuck do I do? I gotta fuck some sense into these numbskulls. That's it. I'll be a whore. Whore. Not one of these fake-ass cucks that wait for their bullshit payload from daddy. No, a real, genuine, honest whore. It's perfect. So many dizzy rich bitches up in here just waiting for me. They need me. This is a fucking public service. A fucking fuck revolution. I'm going to save this bullshit world one dickin' at a time. Fuck bitches. Make money. Duh! Why haven't I thought of this before? Where do I start? Research, I guess. May as well watch some pros online. Checking. Checking. Oh, maybe. Nah, don't like her. Checking, checking, oh I like her, skip ahead past the talking, oh shit, his dick kind of looks like mine, nice, fuck, why am I on the phone, (laughs) gotta throw this on the laptop, send link, click link, skip ahead, there, fuck is she fucking hot. She even sounds hot. Fuck, I need my earbuds. Pause. Connecting. What the fuck? Why won't they connect? Fuck, connected to the tablet. Fuck's sakes. Disconnect. Connecting. Connected. Ow! That's fucking loud. (laughs) Actually, that's good. Feels more real. Fuck, is she perfect. I just wanna rub my dick all over her. Fuck. Yeah. She's so good. Fuck, now I can't see with my dick in the way. Fuck. Huh, throw it on the tablet too. Pause. Click link. Skip to four minutes and 26 seconds. Press play at the same time. It worked. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, yeah. Put her up on that desk. I should do that, too. Get in the zone. (laughs) Oh, man. This screen is ripping on my dick. Wait. Buddy just spit on his dick. Oh, man. Genius. Working like a pro now. Look at her perfect fucking toes. Fuck me. Oh shit, he's sucking on her toes. Oh, fuck me. Wait. Where's my phone? Hurry, hurry, hurry. Where the fuck is it? I just fucking had it. Oh, here. Duh. Alright. Where are we at? Skip ahead. Where's that perfect close-up? There. Enlarge. Screenshot just in case. (laughs) Fuck me, my mouth is just watering. More spit for my dick. Fuck, I just want to suck on these toes. But then I can't see them. Well, fuck it. Gotta use my imagination like the good old days. Just take one last look at those babies and close my eyes. Mmm. Her toes taste kind of funny. Fuck, I just want to shove her whole foot down my throat. Ow! Dick's getting dry again. Lean over and leak some spit. Damn, that's perfect. Fuck. I could get off just listening to this chick. Fuck. Squeeze the laptop on my dick a little. She loves it. Fuck, I want those toes deeper. Fuck. She fucking loves it. Oh shit. Turn up the tablet to max volume. I want to feel her voice on my balls and taint. Oh fuck. Next level. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Tasting blood. Her toenail must have scratched my throat. Fuck! My dick is all bloody from the laptop! Fuck! Oh, fuck. I must have shoved the corner of the tablet up my ass. It's covered in blood and shit. Fuck this. Fuck being a whore. It's not worth all this bullshit. But then how do I fuck sense into these dumb hoes? Wait! Wait! I know! Start a fucking podcast! What is a podcast? A medium of exchange? What is being exchanged, exactly? Hot air and bad breath? Knowledge? What is knowledge? Facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education? What is a fact? What is a person? Hot air and bad breath? What is anything? How is anything? Why is anything? What the fuck? Every person is apparently a descendant of apes. The apes of today are either fucking or fighting, and sometimes both at the same time. Other than that, they just eat leaves and use other leaves to wipe their ass after they shit out leaves. Sorry, apparently that last part about wiping ass is only a theory by someone on the internets. Not a fact. But still, the fact is that every person descended from a non-person, an ape, that wants to fuck or fight, and sometimes both, any knowledge whatsoever. They don't even justify their actions with hot air and bad breath. They just act on the facts by fucking or fighting them. Sometimes both. Why? Have they thought this through? Is this really the best course of action for them based on their knowledge? Does their knowledge logically conclude that they must oppose all hot air and bad breath by fucking and fighting it out of existence? Maybe. But how would we know? They'll never tell. And should a person even trust them if they did? Maybe there is one ape out there. One non-person. Who is trying their best to think all this through. One who is taking it all in. All the fucking and fighting. And wondering why it has to be this way. And how it could be different. Maybe they are just too scared to speak. Scared they will be identified as having hot air and bad breath. Scared of being identified as a person. Maybe they just go along with all the fucking and fighting, and sometimes both, because they are just trying to stay alive. Trying to live to see another glorious day, to take in every bit of unknown knowledge the cosmos has to offer. Oh! Wait, that's what I'll call the pod. Unknown knowledge. Yes. It perfectly captures the essence of a podcast. What is a podcast? A medium of exchange of unknown knowledge. Like every non-person trying to descend into personhood, they contain unknown knowledge they are trying to get out but instead of fucking or fighting it out of themselves like a non-person, they use their hot air and bad breath. Not only that, the listeners of podcasts don't have to feel the hot air or smell the bad breath, and they can pause or play them whenever they want and fast forward and rewind as well. Fuck! Not only that, Non-persons have extremely easy access to an incredible amount of hours of unknown knowledge from all over the world. Amazing! It will surely only be a matter of time before every non-person on earth has listened to enough unknown knowledge that they will have no choice but to stop fucking and fighting and finally start expressing their unknown knowledge. Why else are we all here? To fuck and fight and shit leaves from the trees? There has got to be more to each person and non-person. I know, I know. It's unknown. We don't know what we don't know. So how can we know for sure? Well, I don't know. The only thing I know for sure is that I know nothing at all. But even knowing I know nothing is still knowing something, isn't it? I know. Call it unknown knowledge. It is something. It's what bridges the gap between non-person and person. It's what causes one to second guess whether they should fuck or fight the next thing they see and instead wonder, maybe there is some unknown knowledge in there that I could relate with provide insight to, or benefit from. Maybe I don't need to live in constant fear that the next thing I see is going to fuck or fight or shit on me. Maybe we can all get along. Welcome to Unknown Knowledge, the pod that picks a topic, brings together two people with opposing views, and allows them to share their unknown knowledge with the world. Karen, let's start with you. How would you sum up abortion in one sentence? My body, my choice. I hear you. Chad, how about you? Abortion is murder. Wow, did he just say that? I hear you both. Thank you for your time. Now, Karen, could you expand a little more? I mean, do I have to? (laughs) It's pretty fucking straightforward, don't you think? Oh shit, can I swear on here? (laughs) I'm sorry. I hear you. Swearing is fine. Feel free to say whatever you need to express your unknown knowledge. Well, thank you, but I don't know. Like I said, my body, my choice. If I want to fuck every guy in town without protection, that's my business. If I want to get an abortion after fucking every one of those guys, well, that's my business too. I ain't no fucking murderer, that's for sure. I hear you. Chad, could you expand a little more? Well, just like Karen over here, I don't think I have to. Every single human alive today, including all of us, started at the union of sperm and egg. The miracle of life. I just don't think there is any unknown knowledge that is going to make me change my mind on that. The fact that Karen wants to have her cake and eat it too. What the fuck did you just say? I hear you both. Chad, could you clarify? I was just saying that it sounds like Karen likes to enjoy the freedom of using her body any way she wants without taking any responsibility for the consequences. I was fucking raped, okay? What the fuck do you want me to do? Huh? I don't need this shit. Fuck this guy. I hear you. Chad, do you hear Karen? I hear her. I'm sorry that happened to you, Karen. Oh, so now you're sorry, huh? Big fucking deal. Listen, I don't wish rape on anybody, alright? Rape is fucking disgusting. If I ever overheard someone bragging about raping someone, I would beat their fucking ass all over town. I might kill them if someone else isn't around to stop me. Rape is a fucking crime, and for good reason you got to live the rest of your life now with that traumatizing event in the back of your mind. Fuck, it makes me sick to think about it. Like you said, Karen, your body, your choice. If you got an abortion because you were raped, I see that as one crime cancelling out another. One injustice cancelling out another injustice. But fuck, I know it's not enough. "'It breaks my heart to hear what you went through. "'I wish there was more I could do. "'I wish there was a way I could take your pain away. "'You didn't deserve that. "'I truly am sorry, Karen.' (laughs) "'Wow, you're a big tough guy, huh? (laughs) "'Well, yeah, I'm a tough guy, I guess. "'But I can be pretty soft as well sometimes, so I'm told. "'Yeah.' You're tough. Look at those arms. Damn! You know how to handle a woman. Protect a woman. I guess you could say that, yeah. I've been known to protect and please the ladies. Mm, I bet you do. I bet you do. You're pretty cute, too. (laughs) How tall are you? 6'4". Damn! Are you single? <laughs> Actually, yeah. I am at the moment. Really? Well, why don't we meet up right now? Alright. See you soon, Karen. Nice to meet you. I hear you both. Wait. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Wow. I haven't been laid for over a year. Fuck. I don't think I've gone this long since I started fucking. That's like 10 years ago. What the fuck happened to me? Is it really that hard? I'm still horny as fuck. Definitely haven't stopped beating off since I got my first pube. I guess I just got lazy. Like anything else. Ten years ago, I was a virgin. Fuck. Who is that guy? I don't remember. Taking out his new girlfriend, also a virgin, for months before ever getting hot and heavy. We were both introverts. Self-sufficient. Met online. Didn't really need a partner for anything other than getting off. We had all kinds of great conversations, but it was all just because we didn't know how to get what we really wanted out of each other. I'll never forget that first time we fucked. She was really worried about the blood that would result from breaking the barrier. So we laid towels out on the bed. I was so fucking excited. I didn't even romance it. I just fucking shoved myself right in and plowed like a porn star. Poor thing. I still feel bad about that. She didn't get as much pleasure out of the first time like I did. I still remember her going to the toilet after to inspect the damage and smiling up at me as she said, there's blood. I don't know why I eventually broke up with her. That was a long time ago, and I know I was going through some shit at the time. I guess you could say I lost my virginity to someone whose mind I had admired, but then had way better sex with the next partner, a non-virgin, whose body was more my type. She really did love fucking, and got a lot of pleasure from it. I guess in the end it was too much. I remember one time at her place, she wanted to fuck, but was getting close to that time of the month. She couldn't help herself. She hopped on me, and I recall thinking, wow, she is so fucking wet. Only to finish up, turn on the light, and discover the absolute bloody massacre that had taken place. The way she cleaned up the whole situation like it was no big deal at all still makes me smile. I don't know why. It wasn't long after that I decided she wasn't my brand of crazy and I eventually found someone who I figured had the right mind and body. Also, the only partner that actually wanted to fuck on her period. And if so, in the shower. Genius! So many women hate being in the shower with someone else, and I just don't get it. Showers are already one of my favorite places to be. Why not max it out with sex? It must have been during this relationship that I finally started to realize that my main goal with all the women I dated was to fuck them. I always was and probably always will be an introvert. Generally, I just don't need other people. I will probably always continue to clean my own pipes if I'm single and cannot concentrate on anything else. I don't think I ever thought about having kids with any of the women I've slept with, even though that may have been front and center in their minds since our first date. So oblivious. So up my own ass. Looking back now, I think I would have done many things differently if I was to start those 10 years over again. And I'd probably think the exact same thing once I was done a second time through. When it comes to other people, introverts are just a little more socially bankrupt. At the end of the day, we are looking out for number one. Because we feel number one is the only one we can really, truly, properly look out for. Sometimes I wonder what life would have been like if I stuck with each one of my previous partners. Would I have learned to love them? Would we have sweet kids? Would I have kept being too far up my own ass to attend to the needs of my family? I don't know. I do truly hope they found whatever it was that they were looking for. Or that they're at least getting laid. She wipes blood from her pussy again and remembers that one day she's gonna die. Fuck. She remembers that this is all happening because her dad fucked her mom. And her mom somehow figured it all out from there. That's the only reason. The three of them don't really care that much about each other, if they ever did. Fuck. Do they have to? She doesn't know what she wants to do. She thinks about things and starts to get confused. She knows she wants to have kids one day, but she doesn't know who with. She's sick of serving people Sick of being a good little slave. She knows she's very good at it, giving people what they want. But she doesn't wanna do it anymore. She doesn't wanna put on the fake smile and voice anymore. But she also can't put on a real smile anymore either. She wonders if she ever had a real smile before. She can't remember. She gets confused thinking about it. Nothing makes sense anymore. Nothing matters. He wipes shit from his ass again and remembers that he's just a big pile of shit making smaller piles of shit. Fuck. He remembers that this is all happening because his dad fucked his mom and his mom somehow figured it all out from there. That's the only reason. The three of them care about each other, but mostly they just care about themselves. Fuck. Does it even matter? He knows what he wants to do, but no one else seems to understand it. He just keeps working away, using up all his resources, hoping that someone will understand his ideas. He doesn't know if he wants to have kids one day. Because he wouldn't be the one having them. He's sick of telling people what to do. Sick of being a good little slave. He knows that he's good at it. Giving people what they want. But he doesn't want to do it anymore. He doesn't want to put on the fake smile and voice anymore. He wants to make himself smile. Doing the things only he wants to do. She wipes blood from her pussy again and laughs and sends him a photo of it. She loves that she can make something so naturally that will totally gross him out. She laughs again to herself when she sees he was totally grossed out. She tells him he is fucking lucky he doesn't have a pussy and that he should be grateful she is sharing her raw realness with him. She takes a photo of the bowl full of blood and shit and laughs loud and maniacally to herself as she sends it. She's glad she finally had a good shit. She feels lighter on her feet and dances into the other room, singing horribly along to one of her favorite songs. She remembers something dark and funny that happened once and sends it to him. He answers back approvingly, and comments in a way she didn't expect. She has another funny thought to add, and sends it, smiling. He answers with a joke on her joke, and she laughs wholeheartedly, smiling up at the cloudless sky. He wipes shit from his ass again, and remembers the amazing meal from the evening before. He thinks of all the ancestors before him, experimenting with different foods, never knowing what new creations were going to connect with anyone. He thinks of all those ancestors who were sick and tired of eating the same old shit and just wanted to feel something new. He thinks of all the ancestors who had bad growing seasons and couldn't eat what they were hoping to. How they had to maybe go several seasons without the food they knew they could have. How they were cast aside by others for not giving up on their failed efforts. For stubbornly striving to figure out how to make their perfect food. Believing that one day it would grow again like it used to. Maybe even better than it had ever been before. And if or when that day ever comes they will be sure to share it with anyone who is hungry. And his phone lights up. It's a message from her. Welcome to Unknown Knowledge, the pod that picks a topic, brings together two people with opposing views, and allows them to share their unknown knowledge with the world. Jolanda, let's start with you. How would you sum up guns in one sentence? One word. MURDER! I hear you. Jamal, how about you? My body, my choice. (laughs) Oh, no you didn't. I hear you both. Thank you for your time. Now, Jolanda, could you expand a little more? This nigga thinks he grows guns like I grow titties. Guns ain't got nothing to do with your body, nigga. You tripping on some shit? Damn! I hear you. Jamal, could you expand a little more? Shit. This bitch over here thinking guns kill people? Shit. Woman, guns don't kill people. Niggas kill people. You feel me? Oh, this nigga done be out his fucking mind on some fucking shit, nigga. Do you hear yourself? I hear you both. Jamal, could you clarify? Can't be no clearer than that, Holmes. Shit's clearer than a fucking ten-carat diamond, dog. Just as strong and sound too. <laughs> This bitch comes up in here saying I be tripping on some shit? Bitch, please. A nigga say that shit to my face, I fucking pop his ass. For real, dog. Ain't nobody disrespecting Jamal. It's the fucking Wild West out here, baby. You gotta take care of your own. By any means necessary. Shit. You dig? Oh, we got ourselves a real gangster ass nigga, do we? Then what about my baby, huh? Shit, I don't know no baby. What about your baby? My baby done left the house to pick up some bread for his family, and he ain't never made it back. The fucking police came by and told me my baby got caught in a drive-by. Just a bunch of dumb, gangster-ass niggas like you, disrespecting each other. And they done gone and murdered my baby. They don't even know who the nigga is that done it. Nigga, maybe it's you. I hear you. Jamal, do you hear Jolanda? Yeah, dog. Jolanda. I'm sorry, mama. Fuck this gangsta ass nigga. No mama should be burying their babies, baby. Damn. That shit breaks my heart. For real. Another brother down. Shit. I got babies too, mama. I don't know what i do. I ain't no fucking gangster but I'd probably kill a nigga. These fucking streets, they ain't good. We need to protect our babies. There's niggas tripping out here for real. Guns don't matter, because these niggas out here for destruction. They done too far gone. They be fucking perma-tripping for real. Ain't no baby safe around these niggas. These niggas worse than guns. Guns the only way to protect our babies from these crazy motherfuckers, mama. <laughs> so you one of these tough niggas, huh? <laughs> niggas gotta be tough out here, mama. Too many crazy niggas trying to fuck with our babies, baby. Yeah, you a tough nigga. A tough baby, Daddy. You've been handling these niggas and protecting your family. Damn right, Mama. Need more papas out here, standing up to these streets, protecting our babies. Mmm, I feel safer just looking at you. (laughs) Nigga, you fine as hell. Do I know your babies, Mama? (laughs) Nah, she ain't around no more. Damn, nigga? You single? <laughs> yeah, mama. I'm out here solo. Nigga, get your protecting ass over here right now. Shit, mama, you for real? Damn. I'm coming, baby. I hear you both. Are you still there? Hello? Again? I don't know It was my first time in the big city I had messaged her like a week before that I was going to be there She acknowledged the messages And messaged me since It wasn't like she was ignoring me But I guess she forgot Guess she figured I would remind her Maybe I was testing her I don't know She said she went to bed early. She even sent me a photo of herself in bed. I examined it, looking for hints of someone else. Didn't see any. She said she'd see me tomorrow. Tomorrow? I was shook. I didn't know what the fuck. The train pulled into the downtown station. I got out and was kind of just transfixed by all the sights and sounds. It was late, but I was fired up. I really revved myself up the whole flight, thinking I was about to get laid. Fuck. I eventually got to the condo, super decked out with an amazing view of downtown, and only me to enjoy it with my dick in my hand. I thought about her again. And just assumed she was going to find more excuses to continue to blow me off. And I should just stop fucking daydreaming about this chick. It's over. I shuffled to the bedroom and collapsed on the bed. I had this sweet pad all alone in the big city on vacation. Fuck it. Why not hire some company? I've never done it before. Why not? My heart raced and my crotch warmed as I flicked through some ads, messaging any decent chick I could find. Can you come over right now? Downtown. How had I gone this long and never tried this? Guess the supply just wasn't big city enough back home. There was always the chance that you knew them or they knew you or knew someone you knew. Fuck that. Boner killer. This was way better. Finally, after a good amount of soul searching, one bite. She said, 300 for an hour, in an hour. Pictures were suspect, and this seemed a little too easy. But, no other bites, so headed downstairs to take out the cash. Got back and laid it out on the kitchen table. She messaged that she was close, and I went down to meet her. When she walked into the light, I almost laughed. Definitely bore little resemblance to the lady online. Oh well, she's here on short notice. It is what it is. We got inside, and as she walked past the table, she asked if it was my first time. I blushed and said yes. Her face definitely changed in that moment and she felt more comfortable. I went for a quick shower and when I came out, she laughed at the burn across my ass from the failed suntanning sesh on acid from a couple weeks back. She used the washroom and I sat on the bed. She came out naked and laughed that I was already hard. It wasn't that she was exactly my type but I guess the fact that we were skipping all the usual foreplay was exciting. Like I gamed the system. Her nipples were pierced and she assured me that they didn't hurt. She knelt down in front of me and placed the condom with her mouth. I still think that was the coolest move ever. And I still think that was the greatest head I ever had. Before or since. Without the condom it would have been game over. Once she could tell I wasn't getting any bigger, she got up on the bed on all fours. I got up behind her, and as soon as I entered, she cried in pleasure. Though I felt it was mostly a show, it didn't matter. Her voice was exactly my type. I blew uncontrollably after a few pumps. I might have even shed a tear. It was all just too much for this first-timer. I didn't want it to end, but it was already over. I put on a little show of my own shortly after, groaning and twitching. Music to her ears, I bet. She went back to the washroom, and I got dressed as well. She collected the bills, we said our thank yous, and she was gone. 30 minutes tops. I laughed to myself as I crashed on the bed with a big smile on my face. I pulled up the photo from earlier of her in bed and just daydreamed about seeing her one day. There's only two types of people in this world. The legit and the bullshit. The legit just do. They know what to do, and they just fucking do it. They get shit done. No explanations, no excuses. They generally don't say anything at all. They know what it is they're doing, and all they do is do it. You could say that the legit are essentially experts in themselves. They know what they are. They know what they need. They know their strengths and weaknesses and they blend them all together and get shit done. The legit are legit responsible for everything legit in the world. But eventually they inevitably run into bullshit. It gets all over them. It even gets inside them. It begins to take them over makes them feel dirty. If they can't clean up all the bullshit, eventually it makes them feel dirty for being legit. Classic bullshit move. The bullshit starts making the legit think that they are not actually expert in themselves, that they don't know what they need, that they aren't legit responsible for everything legit in the world fucking bullshit when did the bullshit start who was the first bullshitter back in the day the legit didn't even know bullshit existed it wasn't invented yet the state of nature only allowed for the legit or else you'd fucking die if the legit were out for a nice evening walk taking in all the beautiful nature and danger crossed their path, they didn't stop and bullshit about it. They didn't sit around and come up with explanations and excuses for the danger, or at least they didn't live to tell the tale. No, they had to be legit. They had to trust themselves to make the right decisions in the moment based on their expertise in themselves. Fuck, you know what? the legit created the bullshit. That's the only logical explanation. In the face of all the dangers of the world, the legit pressed on and the bullshit vanished. But it never truly went away. The bullshit was always implicit in the legit. The legit, in their infinite wisdom of personal expertise, couldn't help themselves. They continued to outsmart all the dangers the world could throw at them, generation after generation. The Legit fucking loved being tested. It made them feel alive. It still does. So the Legit naturally got to a point where the dangers of the world were basically manageable. Almost non-existent. They got their legit lives down to such a science, that they could finally relax. And the bullshit was still right there too, but now perfectly able to swoop in and take over. Fuck. And it's been that way ever since. Fucking bullshit. Why? They won't say. And why believe them if they did? There's no there there. Is it really that simple that you cannot have one without the other? That one naturally makes the other? And the world is just here to keep the danger evolving? There's got to be a better way. There's got to be a way to disincentivize the bullshit. It can't involve more bullshit, can it? That's just not logical. Just everyone walking around telling everyone else that they're not expert in themselves? That everyone else knows what is right for you, except you, and that same truth goes for everyone else? Huh? Fucking classic bullshit. But maybe that's the beauty of nature playing out it's eternal tragedy. The legit, who eliminated nearly all danger from the world, who made everything legit that was ever legit, also made possible the existence of the greatest danger that ever existed. The bullshit! And all those years of legit survival produced one gigantic tsunami of bullshit which is swelling up only to crash down and destroy everything legit. Fucking bullshit. But, maybe, after the wave of bullshit has wiped out everything legit, there will be one last person who still feels expert in themselves, and they look around at all the new dangers and start to get shit done once again. Welcome to Unknown Knowledge, the pod that picks a topic, brings together two people with opposing views, and allows them to share their unknown knowledge with the world. Brenda, let's start with you. How would you sum up religion in one sentence? My body, my choice. I hear you. Buck, how about you? God is everything. (laughs) I hear you both. Thank you for your time. Now, Brenda, could you expand a little more? Well, I think religion is a very personal subject. You could say it's a practice involving the ties of everything to the realm of the spirit. From the bottom up. I hear you. Buck, could you expand a little more? I have no idea what the hell this lady's on about. God is our Lord and Savior. He lives up in the heavens and looks down over all the people who do right by him. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that sounds like one kind of religion but I think religion is more broad, less specific. I hear you both. Buck, could you clarify? Less specific? I don't know what the hell this lady is trying to get at here. Frankly, I'm a little suspicious. Sounds like she's confusing religion with some voodoo or some shit. God is everything. Religion included. If you done fucked up in life, you best be telling God you're sorry or you're fucking fucked. You go around thinking God ain't religion and it's all your choice from the bottom up. Shit. You're in for a world of hurt, lady. Amen. <laughs> Well, Mr. Buck, I think religion is broad enough to include your top-down version and my bottom-up version and any other version that expresses itself. Miss Brenda, I'd say you're in for a world of hurt if you keep thinking that way. Don't say I didn't warn you. (laughs) Well, Mr. Buck... I'll have you know I've been warned before. My ancestors lived on this land long before yours did and were also intimidated over the definition of words, just like you're doing right now. Though, I promise you, in a much less civilized manner, I assure you, All the horrors your ancestors perpetrated over mine were the result of your top-down religion. And if that's doing right by your God, then I guess we will have to agree to disagree, Mr. Buck. I hear you. Buck, do you hear Brenda? Loud and clear. Miss Brenda, I don't have hate in my heart. But if somebody ain't God-fearing, well, they're just automatically suspect in my books. That's just how I was raised. Sure, our ancestors couldn't communicate as well as we can, so a lot of uncivilized activity ensued. Hell, I hope and pray my ancestors made it to heaven but there's a good chance a few took some ungodly orders from top down, like you say. But God don't care about that. You gotta do right. It's your choice, like you say. Mr. Buck, are you starting to see my way? Well, I don't know which way that is exactly, but I guess there's a lot of things I choose. Bottom-up, so to speak. Yeah, you sound like you got a good grasp of what it means to be an authentic person. A good spirit. Hell yes, I do. <laughs> There's lots of lost spirits out there. I gotta hunt em down and set straight. It's true. That's a very bottom-up strategy you got going, Mr. Buck. You must have help. A missus? A missus? No. You can consider me a lone ranger. Really? There must be something I am missing. No, Miss Brenda. What you see is what you get. I better meet you to make sure you're real. Now? Well, hell... Sounds good, Miss Brenda. See you soon. I hear you both. Now. Wait, hello? Really? Again? I'm gonna die tonight. So what do I do? I put on one of my favorite albums and move to the music. I don't call a loved one, or write a will. I play the songs I haven't heard in a while, yet somehow know almost every note by heart. Tonight I go back to the place I was before I got here. The placeless space, where no time appears. The only thing that is known, is that it is unknown. Fuck. Unknown does different things to different people. It all depends on what you bring along with you. Tears of sadness, tears of joy. Are they really all that different? A song I forgot about comes on, and I'm back in my body again. I don't know if I've ever moved like this before, but I cannot seem to do otherwise. Has the song ever sounded this great? i've been overtaken by the feeling by the flow i feel all those who have gone before and all those yet to come and how they handle unknown arrive with skepticism and proceed with name calling or arrive with curiosity and ask for a name or smile and dance and then another one of those songs comes on where you cannot do anything else. All thoughts melt away and I'm just left in it. I don't know where the song ends and I begin. It feels like I've always been here, right here in this song. Unknown really can wreak havoc on everything known without doing a single discernible thing. Does the influence of unknown spread as a result of our ability to name call? Or our inability to receive one back? Maybe both. One of the real bangers I was waiting for comes on, and I'm taken away from my mind once again. I start headbanging, and wonder when the last time was that I actually did. Am I trying to shake my mind, on or off? Maybe both. My body doesn't care what my mind thinks when this song is on. My mind thinks the song entered my body through my mind, but my body doesn't care for such explanations. It doesn't care about the name, the place, the time. My body is here and now. And shaking in the only way it possibly could under these circumstances. Yet it never seems to care why. Why? The question makes me smile. And I don't know why that is either. I think of all those people out there. Right now. That feel like they're fucking dying. Maybe second guessing their ability to name unknown. Thinking about all the various unknown names. Me, you, void, truth, war, peace, power, liberty, infinity, complexity, currency, community, equality, absurdity, market, spirit, black hole, consciousness, death, god, Dreams, light, and wondering why. Why? But why, though? I notice I'm on the slow banger of the record and doing some weird slide shuffle. I've definitely never moved like this before. makes me want to close my eyes, and then there I am, shuffling with anyone and everyone who comes to mind. They are all smiling with their eyes closed, just like me. They cannot see where they're going, but they can feel. They can feel the music and themselves, and it doesn't seem like there really is anything else. It doesn't feel like there needs to be anything else. But I can feel the exhaustion. I've been on my way to and from unknown for a while now. And something seems to be catching up with me. Oh shit, and then the closer comes on. The last track. And it feels as if I've been brought up to another level. My arms and legs appear to have a mind and body of their own. They're showing me how it's done. Like a voluntary fool. Taken to the extremes by that which they do not know. But they can feel it, and that's all that matters. And I can feel the tears as they drip off my smile. I don't know where I'm going tonight. I don't know where I go every night. Where am I? Where is this song? It's right here. It was always right here. It was always where you left it. It is always where you find it. I have to say, it really is good.